We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. Taking you to 7 o'clock tonight. And it'll be LSU basketball. Pre-game at 7 o'clock. Tip-off at 7.30. LSU faces Georgia. Bob, that losing streak continues uh, for the men's basketball team. Well, and, and then uh, then Georgia just beat Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, not, it's not Kentucky's going to be fighting. Even they might have to go to the NIT. When last time you say with all the players that oh. I don't know. You if got they a can, lot of one and done. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know if they can make the NCAA tournament. They might have to settle for the NIT. So, uh, also to tell everybody because I get asked about it. Kim Mulkey will be on with us tomorrow night. Uh, setting up the time, but uh, Kim Mulkey will be on with us tomorrow night. The LSU's uh, women's basketball coach, and uh, man, did they they saw what number one looked like uh, Sunday afternoon. Well, well, they're gonna bounce back, but you know yeah. that's why. Uh, listen, it only counts one game, and you and, move on. Uh, but to say uh, that they would play him again and they went and lose by 20 again, they lost by 24. Mike, I think South Carolina, you know, I was kind of joking. I was telling my wife that I think South Carolina can re- re- represent the United States in the Olympics and win. <laughs> Just their team. Or if you had an all-star team. Yeah, I don't uh, know if they beat Sam- South Carolina. Yes, exactly. And we heard Chester say last night that, you know, because Chessa was a, a former college basketball player. She played a little semi-pro basketball, too. Was that uh, I've never seen a bench that good. Like she said, their front-line players are unbelievable. But she said, you know, they're coming off the bench, and it's they stacked, absolutely stacked. Well, Mike, talent. they can have the girls uh, coming off the bench that could have another make another team. Like, you know, like a, a – a, a, have like A team and then a B team, and then they both make the NCAA tournament. I, I was reading, <laughs> I said this last night, I was reading a book on John Wooden, and he was saying, you know, back in, you know, in the heyday, uh, back they, they had freshman teams, and he said the only team that could beat his varsity was the freshman team. And, and you know who was on that team? And he was Lou Alcinda, <laughs> then, and then he became Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mike, I'm going to say Curtis Rose, Sidney Wicks. Yeah, Mike, the national champ UCLA Bruins lost to the freshman team by 12 points (laughs) (laughs) because the freshman weren't eligible to play. Think about that. And and Mike, it might have been just a scrimmage. I don't want it to watch that game just to be in that number uh, to watch that uh, freshman versus the national champs. Uh, I posted this uh, yesterday. It was uh, 53 years ago today. Pete Maravich, uh, front cover of Sporting News magazine. And um, people would ask me, when's the first time you saw Pete? I said, I saw Pete as a freshman. My dad took my brother and I. Uh, we went to see the freshman team. And, and Pete was awesome. Uh, he scored 40-something points in a game. And then we left. Uh, we didn't yeah. even stay for the varsity. That's what fans, yeah. They'd go see the freshman uh, with Pistol Pete. And um, uh, that was at the Cow Palace. Yep. I remember. Uh, at the old Cow Palace. Going to basketball games there and also rodeos. Yeah. These have rodeos in there. <laughs> Uh, so um, uh, it became official today. Derek Carr got released by the Las Vegas Raiders. No surprise. Uh, but basically, he held all the cards. He got a no-trade contra- uh, 
clause in the contract. Uh, he basically decided Sunday, hey, listen, I don't want to get traded. I want to look at the open market. He'll have numerous teams involved with him. Uh, there is a lot of kind of banging the drums that Carolina is going to be involved. We'll have Joe Curry on to talk to us about what type contract uh, he would expect. But it just takes one, Bob. I mean, come on. You're not running for the presidency here. You don't have to get the electoral votes. Well, I, I'm you gonna, just need one. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to say this. Look, uh, Derek Carr is for sure – if you got 32 teams, I'd say for sure uh, I would put him – Definitely top 15, maybe right out of the uh, top 10, like 12 or something. But is he worth, uh, my understanding, like Sport Track, is he worth like $37 million? Uh, I think that's what you're going to be looking at. Okay, and, and then uh, versus what we witnessed in Andy Dalton, or then let's say like uh, he's even, up. He's even up. Baker Mayfield, I'm telling you, Baker's going to get another shot at this. He's going to get because not enough quarterbacks, but Baker Mayfield, his value is like somewhere I want to say like seven to ten million. So you, you, I would think he would get on the higher end of that. Well, I did, I, but the point being uh, is uh, is Derek Carr that much better than Baker Mayfield? Because because I know if uh, if you if you sign Derek Carr, he's the man. He's the man. And he's for, just not the man for one year. Right, right. If you had Baker Mayfield or Andy Dalton, it's a transition thing. Now Baker might not believe that, but. As far as the young guy, but if you get well, Baker, De- Baker be- really believes in himself. If you got Derek Carr, he's planning to be here like till twenty twenty five and maybe beyond. No question about it, and that's why my belief is: no matter who they sign, you got to pick a young quarterback in this draft class and keep doing it, keep doing it, because eventually you might find that guy. Unless you got one of the top early picks, man, your chances become diminished. And even that, we talked about it: thirty percent shot at it. Uh, for that guy being the guy. Well, well and, and Mike, as we go on to break, uh, look, uh, the Packers wanted to transition from Aaron Rodgers. To uh, Justin Love. To, to Do Jordan you know Love. An- Jordan Love yeah. you know anything more about Jordan Love today than you did when they picked him? No, it's the same thing with Trey Lance and the 49ers. And look what the 49ers gave up to They gave him. up a ton. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. Want to wish everybody a happy Valentine's Day. Wish your significant other a happy Valentine's Day today. So uh, I know my wife's not listening, but uh, I wish her a happy Valentine's Day. Bob, you got a double dip on Valentine's Day because your wife. She was born today. Her happy birthday, JoJo, and, and a happy Valentine's Day. You know who else was born today? Uh, he lived not close. He lived pretty close to you. You know who I do know who was born today? T Van. Uh, T Van was born. T Van Galjure. Oh, I, so T Van, I know you're listening in Orange Beach. Yeah, uh, yeah. So happy birthday, brother. Uh, uh, yeah, T Van's born. Yeah, that's right. And now that I remember, we celebrated that. Uh, we had a retirement party on Necker Island, and uh, yeah, T Bob said, "Oh, it's like I mean, uh, T Bob." T Van said, "It's like two for one." But you know who else is born today? And he went to four straight Super Bowls and lost. <laughs> Jim, Jim Kelly. Kelly. Jim Kelly is born on Valentine's. Uh, you know who else? Uh, Michael Bloomberg. Yeah, the, hey, Mike the, the, the mayor. The mayor. And he the spent a lot mayor, of money to lose. The New York mayor. He was born on Valentine's. <laughs> yeah, Day. He spent a lot of money to lose. Also, my good friend Aaron Watts from uh, Baton Rouge, oh, former Golden Girl, and man, Lord have mercy, uh, LSU Tiger through and through. So, uh, and, uh, and happy Mike, birthday, Aaron. I, I want to, because I, you know, because we do a little gaming on the show or talk about it. You know, when it first came out in free agency, like uh, what quarterbacks are going to be available or p- potentially available. This before even Tom Brady announced his retirement. So you look at, like, uh, we were focused on Derek Carr and the possibility, you know, even with the Ravens maybe franchising tag Lamar Jackson, where could he end up? Uh, I, I saw these odds uh, that, that Derek Carr uh, was, like, plus 800 odds to land with the Saints implying that it was like 11.1% chance if the Raiders, uh, you know, obviously the date's here and he is a free agent. And, uh, you know, they released him. Free to sign now with any teams. Uh, The current favorites even uh, that was before, more than the Saints. Uh, Like I said, the Saints, uh, if you went Derek Carr going to the Saints, plus 800. The NFC South teams? The the Jets were plus 400. (laughs) The Colts were plus 425. The Titans plus 650. And, like, the commanders were plus 900. So uh, this is before Tom Brady announced his retirement and all that. So if you put a little coin. Well, I like, saw it today. Well, say, what is it today? Tampa is the top spot uh, to bet for Derek Carr. He knows <laughs> in the two spot, Carolina Saints are three. Okay. So, they, so uh, all NFC South teams, every one of them. Uh, and that that's not a shock to me uh, when you look at it across the board uh, to see that kind of how it's developed. Nobody's got stability in the NFC South at the quarterback position uh, at all. And that's why I think all these teams are going to be players in the quarterback uh, derby. Now, Mike, talking about the NFC South, uh, we always intrigue. Uh, now, the Ravens, he's not going anywhere. They're franchise tagging, but no telling what kind of deal you could put forth that all of a sudden Lamar Jackson's not a Raven anymore. Uh, but you look, a 2019 NFL MVP – and you think that Baltimore would pay him, but that'll be interesting. Uh, the Saints uh, landing Lamar Jackson again. This is before Tom Brady acts, uh, announced his retirement was like plus fifteen hundred. <laughs> so plus fifteen hundred, like so, basically a six point two five percent chance. And according to the odds, better chance would uh, to land uh, would be one of the Saints NFC South rivals. 
the, the favorite, though, was the Jets. The Jets were number one at plus 250. I, I don't but, see that. But the Falcons were plus 350. Okay, that, that I can see. And, and they had Carolina plus 750. So. Uh, that I could see. And, and today, Todd Munkin leaves Georgia uh, after back-to-back national championship seasons with the Bulldogs. And now he's the new offensive coordinator, Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, so, uh, so Todd Munkin has, has taken off, uh, and you know he coached for a while in the NFL with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And no, he's done an outstanding job and the stability. So uh, you know who you familiar with? Uh, what did Georgia decide to do? You know they brought back Mike <laughs> Bobo. Bobo. They, they brought back. Remember Mike Bobo was that Georgia? He left, went to Colorado State. I remember when Mike did Bobo was success. the quarterback at Georgia. But they, they were him and Kirby Smart were teammates. Yep. They were teammates. So, you know, who you're familiar with and all that, um, like, uh, I, I think there will, he'll have success as the coordinator. But uh, with Monk, Todd Munkins in, it was unbelievable. Yeah, I, I've been in some uh, coaching sessions with Todd, and he's so detailed about, listen, it's not about what I can coach. I want to find out what the player can do the best. And then I work off of what he does best, and I adjust what I think could happen. To what he can do the best well, out on the field. I, I guarantee he wants them to keep Lamar Jackson. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he, he's breaking the rosary beads on that <laughs> one. Uh, that, that one I can guarantee. Bob, we also see when you go to the Super Bowl, you lose people. Uh, and the Philadelphia Eagles offensive and defensive coordinators today both get head coaching jobs. Uh, Shane uh, got the job with the Indianapolis Colts, and Jonathan Good Gannon got the job with the Arizona Cardinals. Well, that, 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 man, that, that, that could be another one God. and done uh, with uh, the Cardinals. Man, I don't know about taking that job. Uh, that, that seems to me just a quick saying job. Well, even, uh, with the even if you're not familiar. Um, with the individual, because when you say Gannon, I think like Rich Gannon, the old quarterback. Not Jonathan Gannon. Yeah, so uh, who are you familiar with? Uh, I think as an Eagles fan, you probably would say they much more torn apart uh, apart by losing the offensive coordinator than the defensive coordinator. Because uh, I think he developed uh, Jalen Hurts, and Jalen Hurts got better as a passer. No, Shane did and, a good job, yeah, and a now really he, good job. He's gone with, with the Colts. So uh, you know what was crazy that. I think a lot of people in Arizona thought Brian Flores would get the job, and Brian was, man, I take a good look at this Cardinals job. I'm going to Minnesota. I'm going to coach the defense there uh, instead of maybe taking this job. No, he's no. Sean saw the same thing. I mean, it's it's a, a sinkhole uh, in Arizona. No, and, and, and I, I'm telling you, that's one that's one quarterback, and he has to work out like Russell Wilson has to work out with Denver, Kyler Murray, where they just paid him. He has to work out. And you out. don't even know if he's going to be there for the start of the season. I don't I don't know that No, and, and, uh, with and, coming off that knee injury. And uh, 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 Kyler Murray, whoever's the coach. Uh, you know, I want to see who's paid. the O.C. and the quarterback coach for the Arizona Cardinals now that Jonathan got that job because well, Jonathan's expertise is as a defensive coach. Well, and, and uh, whoever's running the offense, you can expect uh, they can get an earful from uh, Kyler Murray. He'll be dog cussing <laughs> One way or another. Yeah, yeah. We're going to go to our Oakland Hard Jewelers talk and text line. We're going to go to Jimmy and Gretna. Jimmy in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, look, I'll say this real quick off the top. Mike, you'll get a kick out of this. The old saying is never draft a quarterback from the West Coast. It'd be Fresno State or USC Matt Leinart. 
uh, Barkley, all the names, all the guys so, who did so, so, so you're not going to drive, so you're not gonna drive not Caleb? Caleb Williams? Come on. Uh, okay, I knew you know, Bobby was going to throw that one out. Yeah, you got John Sweet. Elway, Carson Palmer. Wait, wait, I know I know. Aaron Rodgers, that's it. <laughs> but that's it, that's it. That's a wrap right No, there. but I, I'm telling years. you, you could do that in the SEC, ACC, yeah. Big Ten, Big 12. There's been a, uh, it's a lot me, more misses than than hits. Garrett Grayson, there's a lot of hit misses over there on that side. Ian Book. The old Mike. Mike, yeah, exactly. Mike, the old saying is never draft a West Coast quarterback and never draft a Notre Dame player, period. <laughs> That's what the bumper sticker says. Oh, yeah. So, so, so uh, but I, I'll take that dude that plays offensive guard for the coach. Hey, yeah. look, listen, let me ask you all this, and I'm going to hang <laughs> Quentin up. Quentin Nelson, Carr, man. Yeah. Hey, that? let me ask you all this. Der- if Derek Carr, did he do this whole move to basically kind of not only screw over the Raiders, but let's say he does sign with the Saints. He's ensuring that that third rounder, let's say if we were to trade a third rounder for him to the Raiders in that trade, that that's just more ammunition possibly for here? Or, you know, what do you think of that? What are the possibility of that I being think a player his, and all that? I think his agent has gauged the landscape very well, and he knows exactly what's out there, and he knows what some teams are willing to pay him, and his deal is, you know what, hey, what the Saints offered is great. But I think maybe we can do a little bit better. We can get more than forty something million, and, forty and a half million guarantee. And, and, and so, signing a long term deal. I agree with you. Uh, even if he wants to come back to the Saints, it helps them from a standpoint of not having to give up a pick. But you're going to have to pay more for him financially and commit to him for longer than a year. Yeah. Now, Mike, how does that work out? Like uh, as far as co- compensatory pick, uh, the Raiders would get that just from the league, right? Uh, they lose Derek Carr. But you uh, see, they cut him. Oh, so it's they wouldn't get nothing. <laughs> He's not technically that free agent. Right, he right. He was cut loose. I know that makes sense, uh, Jamie. When you look at uh, Derek Carr and his people or his camp, so to speak, no, you want uh, people bidding uh, for your talent. Or uh, you know, if, uh, you don't want one team. You want you want to have options, and that's why I'm telling you, whether you like it or not, Derek Carr is going to probably get between 34 and 37 million, and I just don't think that he's worth that much uh, more. Uh, now you might say, well, he's three years younger than Andy Dalton, but even like a Baker Mayfield, who the Saints uh, like, going back to Jeff Harlan, all they always liked Baker Mayfield when he was when coming he came out, out of OU and, and seeing seeing where he was drafted. But his market right now is maybe whatever, ten million. Yeah, might get the most. It's probably seven to ten million. Uh, so, but you know so, what? So you think Derek Carr is that much better than Baker Mayfield? I, I mean, to me, I can tell you right now, I don't think the same. You now. have to believe that Derek is your guy. For the next three to four years. So that means we're not going to the Super Bowl next three or four years? Well, if you sign him, you understand that's what you're going to get. You're not committing him to just one hey, year. Let me you're tell you, committing well, to Derek Carr well, well, for multiple years. Well, what organizations do, this is what they do. They want the Houdat Nation, the Saints fan base, to perceive or to look at the upcoming season where they have hope. And what I mean by hope, that I'm going to the game, I'm supporting a winner. Now, and listen, I think Derek Carr can produce a winner, but again, doesn't mean we're winning anything. We had the great Drew Brees, first ballot Hall of Famer, and we won one Super Bowl. So I'd say we underachieved in 2011. We all know the Nola no call, but we know we were right there. So the fans always had hope. I would not be surprised we signed Derek Carr. All of a sudden, uh, we end the postseason. We might even get the host because the NFC South is, uh, is, is is down. It's sorry, kind of, when you look at it. Now, if Lamar Jackson was Atlanta, that might be a different story. 
But we okay. So let's say we we win ten games and we win the NFC South. We'd be ten and seven. We hosted a playoff game. Uh, we might be one and done. But you know what? The organization could say, "What are you saying, uh, fans? Look, we support you supporting a winner. We're winning." Well, it, it doesn't mean you, because it, only one team can win a Super Bowl. Well, <laughs> aren't the people in Carolina saying the same thing? Or if you're in Atlanta, aren't you saying the same thing? It's exact the same thing. Uh, Baba, I dug up some notes because I had a couple former Joe Clark uh, guys tell me, Mike, tell that story. I interviewed Joe a few years back, and he he's the first one to bring it up to me about you got to draft multiple quarterbacks every year. You got to bring them in, either free agent or you got to draft them. Because Joe was that. Joe thought he was going to be the man in Cleveland. Otto Graham retires, and he says, okay, I think I got that job. All of a sudden, Paul Brown trades for three veteran quarterbacks, and he's he's okay. the fourth guy. But listen to – he said the only team I think really went to the utmost with this, similar to Paul Brown, who did it both in Cleveland and Cincinnati, he said was Mike Holmgren and Ron Wolf. They trade for Brett Favre. The next year from Atlanta. Yeah. From Atlanta. Then they they um draft Mark Brunel in the fifth round the following year. Okay? You got Brett Favre and you pick Brunel in round five. And Mark Brunel takes the Jaguars to the playoffs. They trade him for yep. uh a third and a fifth. They picked go, him and in he goes round to Jacksonville, five. right, Mike? And yep, he takes right. him to the playoffs. The next year they signed Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon was a free agent, so they signed Jim. You got to stockpile quarterbacks. Kurt Warner was in that camp the year afterwards. Joe said the worst thing Holmgren did, he cut him. Because they had so many quarterbacks, they cut him, and then that's when he went play arena football. Did they have Ty Detmer then, too? Ty uh, Detmer. And in 1998, Matt Hasselbeck. Look, Matt so ha- look, look the, the array of quarterbacks. Matt Hasselbeck they picked him in round six. Leaves the Packers, goes to the Seahawks. It takes the Seahawks to the Super Bowl, and then they, they lost to the Steelers. Remember when Ben Roethlisberger was a rookie, right? I think he's rookie. So think about that. You know what's another example? Okay, it, it changes. It's so fluid. It could change like in, in not not month to month, but maybe two or three months. Okay, look look for instance how things change. Then the Seahawks, they like well with Matt Flynn. He was with the Raiders. They paid Matt Flynn big bucks to go to Seattle. Then they drafted Russell Wilson. In the third round. And then look what, look what happened. Russell Wilson ends up beating out Matt Flynn in training camp. Then all of a sudden, look what Russell did. Won a Super Bowl with Seattle. So you got to draft quarterbacks. That's the moral of the story. Bottom line, you got to be able to do it. And you say, well, you might miss on them. So what? uh, Tell me the guys that you picked late in this draft. What did they do for the Saints in 2022? What did they do? Well, and, and, and Mr. Irrelevant, like Brock Purdy. Now, he was on a great supporting cast, but uh, I think he's a winner. Look he's a winner. But those selections the Saints made, did they make a difference? You know who made a difference? Rashid Shaheed. You got him as an undrafted free agent. He made a difference. Lewis Kidd made a bigger difference than any of those guys that Rashid you picked later. Rashid Shaheed right now is our second best receiver, and <laughs> yeah. we didn't even draft him. Yeah, and because he was hurt, and you understand sometimes that's going to happen on draft day, you, you, you got to have a guy that falls because of an injury question mark, and you don't know if he can play in 2022 or 2023. All I know is who's considered, besides Pat Mahomes, and they weren't first-round draft picks, who's considered the two best? It's for sure in the conversation. I think for sure they were the best before Patrick Mahomes. Look where Joe Montana was drafted in Tom Brady. Okay? Uh, was Joe Montana first-rounder? 
No. no. Was Tom Brady a first round? Mm. No. So I listen, that's why your scouting department, all that comes in. You gotta draft them. Think about what Mark Brunel and Matt Hasselbeck did during their careers. They were starting quarterbacks. One got picked in the fifth round, the other one in the sixth round. They made round. the Jack the, the Jaguars winners and the Seahawks. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big Eight Seventy. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. We're going to go back to our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line. We're going to go to James. James, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. Hey, what's up, guys? All right. Listen, the, the, uh, the, the team uh, or teams with us to look out for is going to be one, the, uh, the Panthers. The, their coach is a Christian guy. I think he was a minister or something like that. That's going to appeal to Derek Carr because – he wants to be a minister when he retires or something of that yeah. ilk. A rich minister. Uh, the other, yeah, right, right. The other the other team, right, exactly. Uh, like the guy with the gold rings and stuff. But the other, the other team, the other team would be the Jets. I think he was smart. He would stay away from the Jets because I think he's too sensitive for the Jets. I would stay away from uh, that New York, York media. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If that's, I'm him. That's what I'm saying. But, but, but it's, but it's going to come down to a game of musical chairs because uh, – Tennessee is above cap like everybody else, but uh, they're thinking about getting rid of Tannehill, and he's on a one-year deal after this season. So they they just not thinking. Well, <laughs> just, well, James, just let me tell you, it's just not a thought process. Oh, okay, James, I, I know uh, you always live in a fantasy world, and you have a lot of truth because you do a lot of homework. Let's say right. you put your Saints general manager hat on. And, and, and when you're dealing with uh, the salary cap, it always come about. And what's the future? And I think you'd agree with this. If you bring in Derek Carr on board and what it's going to cost, that is no bridge guy. He is the guy, right? Okay, then you look yeah. at, to me, versus like an Andy Dalton the Baker Mayfield. Now, Baker Mayfield might not want to be a bridge guy, but he might cost you a quarter of what you'd have to pay uh, Derek Carr. You understand what I'm saying? So let's say... That uh, I'm just gonna throw it out there. Let's say Derek Carver costs thirty-two million. Don't you think that Baker Mayfield is uh, is worth eight million? I mean, when you compare it, and, and you have a trying to bring in a young guy in the future, and then maybe Baker Mayfield or Andy Dalton would be that bridge guy because Derek Carr, he ain't, he's not no bridge guy right now. I can tell you that. But the, the problem I have with 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 Baker Mayfield is that. He's a team destroyer. He's going to come there and it's going to be like a lot of animosity. Guy's going to be upset like he did with, uh, with uh, the, the, what's the Baton Rouge receiver, uh, OBJ and, and, and the other guy that's over here now. Yeah, Jarvis Landry. In, in, in Cleveland, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's going to be a lot of animosity. I mean, he's just that kind of guy. He'll needle you. There's going to be a lot of bickering and stuff like that. Uh, Baker Mayfield would be my last resort. I'd rather Tannehill. I mean, I mean, they're, they're all a he's push. a good, he's a good guy. Not. Yeah, but I mean, I, I mean, but he's a push. You, you ain't he's, going much. And he's erratic. Oh, uh, okay, uh, James. When you so look is at, Baker. So. You never know the future. But who you think is the ultimate bridge guy? And what have you done from her lately? And skins on the wall. 
There's nobody not even close considering what he did. Now, what he did, what have you done for me lately? Than Andy Dalton. Think about Andy Dalton was ranked as high as number seven and number eleven, and a bridge guy, and and never rocks the boat. I mean, there's not a better bridge guy. Now, I don't know who that young guy is in the future who's going to lead us to the promised land. No better Daniel guy Jones. than Andy Dalton. Come on. Daniel Jones is the only other, other guy left right now that we can have a conversation. About. I ain't That's paying it. no Daniel Jones no, the, the, no $32 Daniel Jones million. Daniel like over $30 million. <laughs> ain't no way in the world. Andy Dalton would take less than half of that. Uh, what's interesting today, uh, Frank Wright brought in Jim Caldwell to be his senior offensive uh Coach, you know Jim. He knows Jim's football. had a lot of skins on the wall, and Jim he, Jim's done it. He's kind of uh, got the raw deal. I want to say off the top of my head, didn't he take the Colts to the Super Bowl, Mike? He sure did. And 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 nobody, the fans don't even know him because he's quiet. No, he he knows football. No, he's a real sharp guy. In he's his one guy that probably should have had more chances than he's had so far in his career. The thing with Jim too is the fact that he relates well to the quarterback, and Frank can relate to Jim, and then Jim relates it to the quarterback. So I, I think it'll work out real well, well uh, Mike, depending uh, on who they get And in as Carolina. we're going to the break, uh, text 51-43, Flame was with the Packers. Yes, he was with the Green Bay Packers, had a 500-yard game against the Lions, but he was with the Raiders, and then he went to the Seahawks. Come on, dude. You got to come better than that. Oh, Matt Flame was with the Packers. Hell yeah, I know he's with the Packers. <laughs> But when he went before he went to the Seahawks, he's with the Raiders. Come we'll on, be, dude. We'll that must be. be a, man, this dude can look it up. I know this on the top of my head, and I got eleven concussions. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big Eight Seventy. We're finishing up here on our one of sports talk on the Big Eight Seventy. Mike to take along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Abair. I'm gonna ask Sean and Emmett to hold on, and we'll take you right after the 5 o'clock news before we go to Joe Curry. So, uh, hey, we'll be back with a lot more sports talk here on the Big 870 right after this news break. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.